Welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. Why didn't you say it at the same time as me? I thought you were leading into that. Nope. All right, want to try it again? Nope. Welcome to My name Podcast is Eric versus Pod. And that's Piers Ray. I'm Piers Ray. This is Podcast versus Come on, on the last word, you can join in for the last word. Po- podcast! You, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. That's correct, Piers. This is Podcast versus Podcast. And we're going to take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch we think is the better one. And if we agree that we're going to quit this podcast forever and do that one instead, this podcast will be cast into the void. The hungry, slurping void. <laughs> Drooling, slobbering. Just, oh, he's got his eyes on our podcast. And his it dark, wants to... re- his dark, glowing red eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I got a podcast to pitch you. Okay. This comes from my little brother, Evan. Whenever you call him your little brother, I picture him as being like eight. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's a fully grown adult. He's 23 at this point. He's graduated university. Um, and he's uh, larger than me. Right. He, I weigh more than him, probably. Congratulations. But he's, he's taller than me. That's what everyone wants. I know if I could choose to be taller than someone or to weigh more than them, I'd choose weigh more every day. Because um, I could beat him in fight if I need to. Yeah, because you weigh more? Yeah, because I weigh more. But he's got my leverage. He doesn't have that much reach. Like, he's got reach on me. Right. But, like, he's only, like, a couple inches taller than me. Like, it, two inches taller than me. He's also a very talented fencer, so I think he could take you. He wouldn't have a sword. Oh, no? It would be hand-to-hand. Why isn't he carrying his sword? Okay, I, guess, I guess he's not that talented a fencer. <laughs> no, because uh, he he doesn't have a license for it. It's, we're keeping it on the hush-hush. Oh, I'm sorry. Just bleep out everything I just said. <laughs> if, if he had a sword, obviously I would be destroyed. There would be nothing I could do, even if I had two swords. If it's Evan with one sword versus me with two, yep. I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i can picture him disarming you very quickly oh and you just like looking over one shoulder like he flips the blade out of your hand out of yeah. your right hand and you like watch it go and you like raise the left blade to block and yeah. he just spirals it out of your hand and then you're just holding two handles <laughs> he knocks the blades off the handles yeah oh his uh his sword is adamantium from a moon meteorite um, even without the adamantium sword, though, if you had a regular sword that's just made of, like, regular earth stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. But you want, like, star crystal in your blade. Well, yeah, but it's Look, prohib- if there's, if there's prohibitively expensive. Anything I have learned from anime yeah. is that you want outer space metals and crystals in as many swords as possible. <laughs> Unless you're going to be fighting in outer space, in which case you want earth stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like water. <laughs> Yeah, like if you're fighting Martians, you want a, a water sword. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's actually the name of my podcast today is uh, Sword Switch. Oh, Sword and Sword Switch. We're basically just uh, telling people what kind of swords they need for different situations, um, like because you come across all types of foes in life, mm-hmm. and there is a different blade for every problem that comes your way. Mm. Um, Most of the time, I'm just carrying. For example, I only carry my coin sword, uh, which has extremely dull edges is small and just made of gold yeah but once per day i can generate up to six dollars in canadian change from it okay or the currency of whatever wherever i am so if i'm out and about and i'm like oh, i really want a coffee but i don't have any money i always have my uh, 
my change sword. Yeah, gold, the coin sword. Coin sword. That's what I said. You could also like threaten the barista with the coin sword. I did tell you it's extremely dull and small. Well, they don't know that, right? It's basically it's really more of a dagger or a short sword yeah. than a sword sword. Okay. Like you were probably picturing like a long sword or a zweihanda. I was actually picturing like a big coin at first oh. on a handle. That's very silly and stupid. <laughs> That's extremely stupid. Sword. Um, what would you use if you were going to rob a bank? What kind of sword would you use? Great question. Yeah. Let's say a team of four. I would probably use a gun sword. Uh, yeah. It's basically a shotgun, but it shoots two smaller swords at a time. Okay. And they're on chains. And then you just kind of crank a handle to pull the swords <laughs> back into the shotgun. And uh, it, it, it takes like 30 seconds to crank them fully back in. But yeah. watch out. Because if mm. I hit you with a blast of two swords, you ain't getting up. No, I would be dead. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. <laughs> um, what kind of sword would you use if you were going to uh, whittle? If I was going to whittle? Yeah. Uh, I would probably use a full-length bastard sword, um, mm. something you might have seen at the Battle of Hastings, for example, probably about my height. Yeah. And what I would do is just lean it against the wall and then, like, move the wood around the edge of the blade. Right. And for kind of perfect control. Way. Perfect control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to move the blade. I just need to move the wood. Yeah. That's a common whittling mistake is a lot of people think you need a tiny knife. But <laughs> good luck. Good luck finding a knife that small. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> You're dumb. I actually bought my cousin a whittling set for Christmas this year. Yeah. And um, I remember at the time, I was like, because I, before I'm like, hey, I think, because he's really into woodcrafting and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. I think you really like whittling. I'm going to get you a sword. And he goes, look, just get me a whitt- like a set of whittling tools. And I said, look, I'll get you the full like the full bastard sword. Like you, you, you're you're coming of age now. Yeah, length and a half. Two uses. Use it to defend your home from trolls or yeah. use it to whittle. And I said, like, it's really easy. You just mount, like, put it up against the wall in your living room. Watch out. It will tip over a lot. Yeah. And you just don't want to be standing under it when it tips over. It's fine. Like, you don't want your foot. You don't want to be, like, reading next to it. And then it tips over and cuts off a few toes. Um, That's embarrassing. What about, uh, what sword would you keep on a train in, for in case you run out of coal to run the engine? Ah, now that's an interesting, an interesting question. Wait, in case we run out of coal to run the engine? Yeah. <sighs> Talking about a coal train. Well, what, how about, would you use a... Uh, oh, on a coal train? I'm a John coal train? No, not a John coal train. Okay. I'm talking about a train powered by coal. But let's, what, what sword would you use for a coal train? And what sword would you use for a steam train? Well, on either type of train, yeah, I would basically have the same type of sword. Yeah, uh, it's a, called a Poirot blade. Okay, and um, basically, anytime you're on a train, if there's a mystery that needs to be solved, like where do we find yeah, where's more all the coal? coal? Where's all the steam we need to power the end, the, yeah. tra- the steam train? Um, you just unleash your Poirot blade, which is basically a, a format of singing sword, inhabited. By the fictional character uh, Hercule Poirot, yeah, and you just let that sword loose, and he'll dance up and down that train, interviewing people and making witty little jabs until yeah. he gets to the bottom of where's that coal. Yeah, unless there's no coal or steam on the train, in which case uh, he'll do the best he can, and then the magic will give out once he's determined there is no coal or steam. It sounds useful. 
It is useful, as long as there's coal or steam on the train to use. <laughs> um, so it I also, like you're I an expert. I, I do also have a coal sword. Oh, you have a coal sword? But that's just a sword made of coal. Okay, so you get like one last, you get like a couple kilometers out of that. Yeah, you get a little boost, a little jump. So if you're, you know, if there's like, if you can see the gas station or the coal station in the distance, <laughs> yeah, uh, you just toss that sword in. So that's good to keep, keep because like you can use it to fend off bandits, or if you run completely out of coal as a last last resort, you can, you know. I typically combine it with my fireproof gloves and use it to face frost giants. Oh, light okay. it on fire. Ah, oh. yeah. That's why. That's why I designed it. What I can see. I tell you? I, I know see. my way around a blade or two. I see. I see. I but see. I really like that poor row blade. I actually bring him out a lot just at home, <laughs> just to hang out. <laughs> We watch uh, Sherlock. He hates it. He hates he Sherlock. He hates it. He's smarter than Sherlock. He is smarter than Sherlock. Sherlock's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> Sherlock is an asshole. Sherlock is an asshole. If you've watched that show, Sherlock's a real asshole. <laughs> like, right? he's not okay. He's not well. It's not okay to, to be Sherlock. No, he's a bad person. But He's, he's so shitty. It it revolves around the exceptionalism, right? Like, he's... He's better than everyone else, he's, so yeah, he's allowed to be like that. Of course, yes. He's like an Elon Musk type. Uh, yes, he's exactly... Is he like an Elon Musk type? No, Elon Musk... I don't know if he's better than everybody. He's richer than everybody. I don't know. He, he's he been on like a real bad tear of PR snafus lately. Like, I got no problem with the guy. Other than he's <laughs> exceptionally wealthy and... And treats of, his workers poorly. They love him, though. <laughs> I, not all of them do. They love him. Um, uh, yeah, um, let's see. We Sherlock. Love you. We love you, Elon Musk. Fucking dick. Sherlock's a dick. He's better in the books. He's not near, like, that's the thing. They've really built up this, like, <laughs> autistic asshole personality of his. Yeah, which, um, I don't think, actually, I don't think that they say that he's autistic. They say that he's sociopathic. Either way. Either way? No, no, no. Autistic people are not, uh, generally sociopaths. Or they're not un- all sociopaths. Unless they are. Like, what's well, the difference? Is sociopathy like, just a step on the autism scale? No. Uh, autistic people are not automatically assholes. No, they're not automatically assholes. But then again, neither are sociopathic people automatically assholes. I think sociopathic people are automatically assholes. No, because a sociopath like Sherlock, who's very, very aware of how people have feelings and right. react to them, could make the decision to give a shit. Oh, I see. Yes. Right? But, but Sherlock won't. For what for for the purposes of this comparison I'm making is that a sociopath and an autistic person would both be unable to connect to another person's emotions. Uh not all autistic people are unable to connect well, to emotions. They might have difficulty. The same with thing it. with sociopaths. Right, so I was misinformed about sociopaths, and I hurt a lot of people's feelings today. I don't I'm think sorry. it matters. They're sociopaths. They're one of the few groups you're still allowed to mock openly. So um, get it while you can. Listen, I'm going to not pitch Evan's podcast today. I'm going to save that for another day. All right. I'm going to talk about, uh, I want to pitch a podcast about Sherlock. Okay. And what a fucking asshole he is. All right, yeah. Tell me some of the things he does that bugs you the most. So first of all, this is a podcast called Sherlock is a Fucking Asshole. Also, question. Yeah. Could he be autistic but misdiagnosed as a sociopath? He could He could be. I mean, he's not... Nobody diagnosed him. He just says that he's a sociopath. Well, that sounds like an autist's self-loathing. Does it? I don't know. I don't know about I that. Just, I really want him to be autistic instead of a sociopath. Why? Because <laughs> I think it makes more sense for the character. 
He's not a sociopath because all he does is work to right wrongs. No, he works to solve to mysteries. solve puzzles. Yeah, he doesn't care about the people. Except in the books. In, no, no, I'm talking about the TV show. He shows moments of caring about John, about Mrs. Hudson. Yes, but um, I think that he, those are thrown in so infrequently and like the whole point of those scenes are always yeah. like oh he does have a heart right he does have but a he soul. does have a heart and a soul except that usually i feel sometimes i feel like those moments are also unseated later where it's revealed that reaction was just part of a plan yes or or they'll like later in that scene like john will be like oh i didn't realize he he truly does care for me and then he sherlock will say something like I needed you for bridge. Yeah, I, I needed a fourth at bridge tonight. I couldn't yeah. allow you to die. But um, that isn't. Could that just be covering? Like it could be. I. I, I mean, I, that's sort of part of the tease of the series. I guess here's what I would do. I would bring in Sherlock and interview him, and I would say, "Listen, are you some kind of a fucking asshole? Are you an asshole? Are you a sociopath? Which is not an asshole because it's a mental illness. You right. can't really, right? Yeah. I mean. I don't know where the line is for something like that. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know what sociopathy is because other we, than what Sherlock says. Well, we only really use the term in association with people who've done bad things. Like, we never say, this person has sociopathic tendencies, they haven't done anything bad yet, we should get them some help. Like, as soon yeah. as somebody does something bad and are labeled a sociopath, they are no longer seen, even though we've identified a mental illness, allegedly... They are not seen as mentally ill or deserving of help. Oh, man. It's really blowing me wide open right now. Wow. We got to... So here's what I the mean... podcast would be. We'd be like, first of all, here's the arc of it, right? Okay. First of all, I come in like, Sherlock's a fucking dick. He's an asshole. Fuck this guy. I hate him. He sucks. Right, right. And as we learn more, we're like, wow, Sherlock has an undiagnosed mental illness. Except he's self a self-diagnosed mental illness. Right. And then we learn more about the tr the troubles that he has. And we say, look, we should help Sherlock so he doesn't have to be an asshole. Which also raises some interesting questions of can you stop someone from being an asshole? That's And that's the that's the deep question that like, we're going to answer mean, by the end of the, end of the series. The idealist answer is you can always help people. There's always an answer to be found if you're just willing to keep looking for it. An idealist would say someone who's a sociopath could be helped. Yeah. Maybe we don't have the technology yet. Maybe we don't understand the brain yet, but there could be a solution down the road for fixing this problem. However, at the same time, our definitions of something like sociopathy and even autism are so – they're still forming. They're in flux. Mm, mm. Like these are – these terms – neither of these terms existed 100 years ago? Um, I don't know. Uh, so we would interview an idealist and uh, – <laughs> No, I don't want to talk to any more fucking idealists. You are enough idealism for this whole show. <laughs> Am I an idealist? Yeah, it's fucking infuriating. Oh man, and the uh, and the other person we'd interview in the same episode would be the opposite of an idealist. What is that? A glass half empty guy. A pragmatist, which would be me. <laughs> okay, we would so we'd interview an idealist and we'd interview you. So another Eric and another Piers, and, and we would just not be on the show at all. Um, sounds great. I vote for it. Great. So is that it? Do we do it? Well, I voted. Did you vote? I'm voting for my show because okay. your show sounds... I don't want another idealist in the booth. Okay, I see. Well, that's it for today then, folks. Sorry we uh, came to a draw. Why don't you go home and watch Sherlock and let us know. Do you think he's a sociopath, autistic, or just an asshole? Well, he's definitely an asshole. But other than that, who knows? Anyway, thanks for saying Goodbye. Goodbye.